three, two, one. Do 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 I know. I mean, like, we even caught our murder last episode, and here we are, and still more to go on, baby. Isn't that odd? It's like, when you think about it, you're like, oh, that's so, what more could there be? And there's so much more going on in Riverdale. Ugh, this is just the beginning. You guys, last episode, we found out who our murderer was, why our murderer was, and when our murderer was. Cliff Hard blossom <gasps> okay this was a long time ago but do you initially re- like remember who you might have thought killed him jason no, I no, yeah i have no idea i don't remember I don't either Cl- i don't think it was clifford i don't think it seems like yeah, it's pretty I obvious don't... watching it again so obvious it's like they have the ring and they have yeah the money the influence the ring i might have at the time thought it was penelope for some reason but I could have never guessed was Jason's own father. Yeah, I think I said it last episode, but I like how it's never like an ass pull. It's never like, oh, it's the janitor, you know, it's the person we've right. never heard of. It's always somebody who's in the cast. Right. You just don't know who. Nope. I did a poll for the podcast. I've never done that before, but I was like, who do you think killed Cliff? Or who do you think killed Jason? Jughead? Betty? <laughs> just random. I guess I thought it could have been like FP or something, but... Not yeah, in some off. sort of some sort of way. Well, do you have a summary for us? Yeah, let's see. All right. So Archie and Veronica continue to go closer. Betty is tired of her family acting as if nothing had happened. Jughead finds himself in an unexpected situation, leaving Archie and the gang to scramble. Hermione makes Fred an offer that seems too good to be true. Meanwhile, the truth about Blossom family business is revealed, leaving Cheryl to take matters into her own hands. <gasps> Succinct to the point I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we start off and like we have kind of like it's kind of cool. It's like Jughead and Alice are kind of both reporting on what happened, their side of the story, right? So Jughead starts off and he goes, It was the ultimate cliffhanger, which as we see Clifford hanging from the rafters, which are like, wow, our Jughead. So <laughs> that rude. Was, that was dark. <laughs> so rude. And we see the police are like breaking open the maple barrels and they're filled to the brim with drugs, heroin. So I think in Jughead's version, right, it was Clifford was running a drug business and that he was trying to bring Jason into the base, into the business. He refused or he found out the truth and wanted to expose it. And even, I think in an earlier episode, like bring up the word grooming, like Clifford right. was grooming him to ascend as queen supreme of the heroin trade. It's kind right. of interesting. It's like Clifford, like, killed him, and then he set it all up so that he would frame Mustang. We, the Mustang was a Mustang, or a serpent that we found dead earlier in the show. Try to frame this all on Hiram, threatened FP that he was going to kill Jughead if he didn't admit to being a murderer. And that was, like, his side of the story. And then Alice is writing a story about how he was working with the Southside Serpents and using them as a drug distribution network. I think that's pretty much it right the house of cards just completely crumbles right riverdale's in a mess right we're in the wake of that and we see that like now it's coming up that the mayor is going to kind of want to crush out root out all crime in the town kind of 
stomp it all out and the town's having its jubilee coming up so it's trying to like make everything perfect and seem great before all that comes about right exactly all right so we cut to the jail cell and we see fp and he's in there and they're questioning him they're like all right look we need some answers from you jughead's watching on in the distance and the sheriff is like look i know you were involved and you had something to do with this but we need we need more people right like you're gonna go to jail for a very long time so unless you start snitching like you are totally screwed you're up the creek without a paddle Oof! what's the number one rule never, never snitch snitch especially against a serpent right and they're like again they're just fp is denying basically all this he's like you know we don't have anything to do with that sure we sell like dime bags of weed just little little crimes here and there but we don't do like hardcore stuff like heroin and it's so funny because i think i mentioned this earlier but like they don't, I don't think they, they haven't figured out the jingle jingle plot. So now it's all about like heroin and cocaine and all this hard stuff. Right. I wrote earlier, I was like, I wish it was jingle jingle because it's a lot more fun. Right. Heroin's no. just really dark. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, the next day we see like Archie comes down into the kitchen and he sees Fred looking like longingly out the window. And Archie's like, hey, dad, is uh, everything okay? Fred's just kind of like going off. It's like, oh, I thought I knew this town. I thought I knew the people that lived here. But I was wrong, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he's just like, the town's going down the drain. And and Fred like, loves Riverdale, you guys. It's his favorite fucking thing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he, says he loves it so much. But he's like, I don't know what, ha- what is happening here anymore. But he's like, right. all right, how are you doing, Archie? And he goes like, I don't know. I'm okay, but like my friends Betty, Veronica, and Jughead, they're still kind of all mixed up in this. And this thing hasn't settled. And he goes, Fred goes, all of us are still mixed. Oof, chills. <laughs> okay. And back at the Pembroke, we see that the lodges are preparing for Hiram to arrive. They're getting everything cleaned up. Can't wait. Nothing really happens here, but we now. got Hiram on the way, baby. Hermione's just, Hermione, um, Ronnie's just being kind of snide, like, huh, getting ready for daddy, like, and yeah. Hermione's basically like, shut up, you little brat. Exactly. All right, so at the Cooper household, we see that they're like, they're just blowing this over. They're pretending like nothing is happening. They just have a big stack of pancakes. Uh, if you remember, like, Hal moved out of the house. Polly was like in an institution, but they're all living together, and they're just like, big, happy family. Mm. Uh, sunshine and rainbows but like betty is just like she's completely snapping like under, we see underneath <laughs> the table she's like clenching her fist like nails digging into her palm she's so mad because they're just completely like she's like are you serious? are we just not going to talk about right anything that happened like this goddamn murder what's happening to this town they're like nope nope we don't know just nope. whatever my sister who was in an incestual relationship with her cousin was murdered by her father who's a heroin kingpin like yep. you might bring that up they're like oh we have the town jubilee coming up so we better start getting ready and she's like is there not like that's what we're talking about really <laughs> <laughs> nothing's more precedent <laughs> like yeah she can't take it so she's like as archie and her walk to school she's just kind of complaining about her family life she's like re- literally my family imploded like we literally were just destroyed like we were about to be done right Oh, and she's like, you know, again, like history is going to repeat itself unless we address the issues, which is like a fair point. But I was like, sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> That's something kind of fair. Out. But you understand the Cooper dynamic. You just don't talk about things. Right. 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 Okay. So at the we go to the school and like Veronica comes up and her and Archie, you know, they're kind of starting a new relationship. So she's 
telling him, like, hey, maybe we should talk to Betty about what happened between us. And Archie is terrified. He's like, he's like, uh, 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 like, oh my God, like Betty almost fucking killed both of us last time. <laughs> She's going to kill us. She'll Are you snap. Serious? She's like, that is, I, that is a terrible, terrible idea. But they get interrupted. They get called into the principal's office or Archie and Betty get called into the principal's office. Mm-hmm. And so we have the mayor, McCoy, here and she's like telling him okay you two are like the town's heroes and we're having the 75th jubilee coming up so we're gonna need to like live up the town basically so i want you guys to perform like archie you need to perform with the pussycats because you're the town hero right and, like betty needs to give some speech and betty is just like, what the fuck right betty's like, not having it no i mean the whole town like basically what's happening is the whole town's gonna be blowing over everything they're gonna be blame find a villain blame it on the serpents right right and she's not happy with that because like her baby her baby her baby's daddy but yeah i think that i wrote so mayor will like (laughs) but anyway yeah the mayor's like jughead oh i like him a lot but uh you know his father like we thought he killed that guy it's just confusing for the town like okay but Nevertheless, these two are doing something for the Jubilee. Right. Okay. Okay. So we go to the lunchroom and like after Betty and Archie are talking about like, oh, or Betty turned down the mayor's proposal to perform and they're talking with the gang and they're like, all right, Betty, you're like, oh, you got this righteous indignation. Like you need to kind of chill out. He's like, Jack, it wasn't even going to go to the Jubilee. He's like, I don't give a shit about that. I know. That made me laugh. He's like, right. I appreciate it, but I don't give a shit. And Kevin, she's talking about like all the stuff going on with the serpent. And Kevin's like, yeah, my dad said there's like drugs everywhere. Jughead's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, oh, well, the, yeah. Again, like, Mer- like I was saying, Mary McCoy is just trying to find a villain. So she's just going to be beating up Southside Serpents, raiding them, doing all right. that crap. But Betty... And then- is gonna take matters into her own goddamn hands. You don't know goddamn Betty Cooper. <laughs> right. But she she again, same sentiment. She wants like the truth to come out, blah blah blah. So making it all about herself, Ronnie has to say has to stand up and says, Well, speaking about the truth, Archie and I have something to tell you. And Archie's just looking at her, he's like, Shut up. He's like shaking his head, he's like, please don't do this to me. <laughs> Goes, this girl. <laughs> it's like yeah we kissed a few times which that, that's very flattering archie okay yeah and sure. like betty, betty's just like okay you know that's awesome great for you guys like look i'm with jughead right now so i'm not gonna freak out and set your house on fire when you're sleeping <laughs> never ever would i do that <laughs> that's right so she's she's cool with it okay so we go we're in the barn the maple barn and it's oh. right after Clifford's funeral and I love the mom here because she's like oh it was meant to be the funeral of kings but it was just a papa funeral and like Cheryl is crying and the mom's like why are you crying child <laughs> it's so good she's like what do you mean like oh my god we are in a horrible situation <laughs> my brother's dead my dad's dead like the whole town fucking hates us like are you right. serious we've been cursed ever since the original sin Brother killing brother. Who will the reaper claim? <sighs> and so as she says this, Cheryl's like looking up at the rafters and the rope is still there, the noose. I couldn't believe that. I was like, right. don't show don't show the rafters. Oof. Okay. So we go back to the blue and gold. Like in Archie 
Archie's with Betty, and even though Veronica's or Betty said she was okay with the relationship, Archie's like, I really need to make sure that I'm okay to sleep, like I'm safe. <laughs> I'm very concerned for me and my family. My safety. She's like, yeah, you know, like last time you said you were okay, but you weren't. But she's like, you know, like Archie, and Archie brings up again. He's like, oh, I thought we would end up together, but. Anyway, Betty cuts him off and she's like, all right, look, like we're lucky to find, we found the people that we're meant to be with basically. Like the whole thing worked out. Like I never thought at the beginning of the school year that me and Juggy were going to be dating. And like, look how that worked out. Like I'm very happy. So you have nothing so to worry about. Yeah, you sleep safe. Ah, okay. So at Andrew's construction, we cut over and Fred's coming into the office and he's like, he just comes in and he's like, what the hell? Like, where's my crew? Where are the serpents at? Hermione's sitting there and she's like, all right. Look, I had to fire all of them, basically. Like, Hiram is on his way home, and we, like, have to clean house. We can't associate with criminals, like, anything. And Fred's like, are you serious? Like, you did this without me? Like, this is my company. We're supposed right. to be partners. We're supposed to be working together. Like, we do not make unilateral decisions. He is pissed. Pissed. Yeah. And Hermione's like, okay, look, well, that's the, the other thing we need to talk about. Like, we just, me and Hiram were thinking we should probably buy you out. Like, you just need to get out of here. Like, you two are not going to work well together, like, at all. Like, he'll kill you, basically. Like, yeah. And Fred basically was like, make me a huge, big, fat offer. Put in writing. Otherwise, I'm still okay. here, baby. Ah! <laughs> I wrote, make me an offer in writing, bitch. Right. Okay. So we go to the community, like, at the community center, they're all preparing for the Jubilee, and Archie's with the Pussycats, and Josie's like, wow, like, Archie, your songwriting's really improved. He's showing her a new song. He's like, well, uh, the thing about that was I hope I, I was hoping to perform this, and she goes, like, it's like, ugh, ugh. think about that. Was... Absolutely not. <laughs> Doesn't this happen all the time? Like, everyone's like, wow, Archie, you're so good. He's like, well, can I perform? And they're like, no, Ooh, the thing no. is... <laughs> It's like the third time this has happened. Archie, they're just being nice. Yeah, right? I got you. Nope. Okay. No thanks. (laughs) So at the register, Alice, like the register is in the newspaper. Alice is sitting there with her dad and she's reading Betty's article and she's like, wow, this is great stuff. This is so good. Really good stuff. She's reading Betty's paper, her expose titled The Riverdale Witch Trials, F.B. Jones, Serpent Slandered. And she's like, you know, this is like, again, really good, but we're not going to be able to publish this. She's like, get on board, Betty. Like, serpents are to blame. <laughs> right. That's who we're going after. Like, we're going to go, we're about to go like beat some up if you want to come with. Literally. <laughs> she's like, you know, you're too close to the case, baby. It's journalism 101. Like, you're writing about your boyfriend's father and like his gang. Like, we cannot publish this at all. Like, the whole town will fucking hate us. They'll kill you. <laughs> Riverdale is like, they'll kill you. No, no. And they're like very organized too. Like the town has a very mob mentality and they know who they're going after. Like, hey, that's a good point. <laughs> like it was just like, a, it's almost like a mind, uh, what do you call it? Like, mind, like a hive mind. A hive mind. Like they, yeah. all, know, they all know what they're doing. Right. But... <laughs> that's a good way to put it. That's perfect. Hive uh. mind Riverdale. All right. But yeah, I should. Again, Betty's just kind of going off, like, you're just like the mayor, you're covering up the truth. And Hal's like, you know, there, there's a lot, people are really pissed, there's a lot of anger out there. The serpents, like, you don't want to become a target, Betty. 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 Okay. So in the locker room, we see Cheryl, she's waiting for Veronica. She's basically going to be resigning from the River River Vixens. She's like, all right, I'm stepping down, so 
I'm you're gonna be the new directrix. Do you see this? Yes. I was like the dumb is it like a dominatrix of the river vixens? I, I guess she looks like a prostitute right now. Yeah, she's like Which a lingerie. It's just she's in full lace, like short mini skirt, kind of kind of giving. Right. She looks good, but she's like great. But Cheryl seems like she's very down. Like this kind of could be a theme through the episode. She's like, all right, like stepping down. You're the new, you're in charge of the river vixens. And she hands her her HBIC shirt. Oh, not she, good. Can you imagine Cheryl without her HBIC shirt? Like she she's always HBIC. Head, head bitch in charge, by the way. 100%. Right. Chilled, she's like, chilled. yeah, she's like, you know, the last few days have put things into perspective, like, but like, I'm done crying. I'm done with this. I've shed my last tear. The blossom men. Oof. Oof. Get to Betty's room and Veronica and Betty are talking. Betty, Veronica's like that. I was just like talking to Cheryl and like. So there, Ronnie is painting Betty's toenails and she's like, there's some dark going ons at Thornhill, don't you think? And then Betty's like, not just Thornhill, Veronica, this whole town. I posted all about it on the Blue and Gold website. I wrote, oh, Betty Cooper. Oh, I read this too. It was so funny. I was like, she was like, Betty's like, it's incredibly easy. I don't know why my parents run a newspaper company and everything. Like, do you know the internet is free? <laughs> if you can distribute distribute like an article all around the world, like, wow, I can't believe this. With one click of a button. But the headline says, like, again, we said this was like, F.P. Jones, innocent, which he's not technically. I'm like, okay, but he did kidnap a kid and then store a dead body and then dispose of it. Like, definitely not innocent. No. <laughs> but again, like, Veronica has to talk about herself, of course. And she's like, Betty, like, are you legitimately, legitimately okay with me and Archie? And again, Betty's like, yeah, I don't even care at all. I won't kill you. Don't worry. So Polly has been looking in this whole time. And she's like, oh, Polly's like, oh, I miss this gossiping, being a river vixen. Now I'm a big, fat, pregnant person. Miss, <laughs> I guess I'm... like her mom will let her go to school, which is really weird. And I wrote, I bet Polly was a mean girl. I know. You get the sense that like she was a head cheerleader and then like Jason was the football player. But I'm I like, yeah, Polly vibes. I'm like, Polly, like misses interacting with people and going outside and not being in an institution. <laughs> Poor Polly. Poor Polly. All right. Oh. Well, it's just, it's just funny to be Alice. It's like, everyone knows she's pregnant, Alice. Like, she can go to school. Yeah, I'm sure the rumors are about. <laughs> it's not the biggest deal. Right. All right. So at the Andrew household, like, Archie comes down and he sees, he meets Mrs. Weiss. So Mrs. Weiss is a social service worker. She's talking to Fred. And he's like, all right, look, we need to, we need to talk about, like, the Jughead situation. What we're going to be doing with him. Like, I get he can't really stay with us anymore. Like, and Arch Jughead's like, what do you mean? Like, volunteers now. It's like, you should, you just stay with us as long as you want. It's like, well, FP's in prison. Like, they, just, they need to figure out the situation, basically. Right. But Fred has kind of a storied past. He's got a couple DUIs from when, like, he was going through his divorce. He doesn't have that much money. So, like, that kind of knocks him out of the equation. Like, the odds are against him. They're going to be staying with them. Right. And so Mrs. Weiss suggested, like, you know, we got this foster family lined up in the South Side that they're totally willing to take Jughead in. But the bad news is that Jughead's going to actually have to transfer schools to South Side High. And this things are, the process is already kind of in motion. He'll be there by the end of the week. <gasps> Did you notice this? I'm sure you didn't. Her haircut is, like, completely asymmetrical. It's like, girl. 
I didn't. Girl, one it's like a bob and one end is touching her shoulder and what the other one's touching her ear. Like, girl. Oof. I, did. <laughs> I did not. Okay, so we cut to the jail cell and Archie's telling, like, he's visiting FP and he's telling him what's going on with the whole situation. And he's like, look, like there is a deal on the table. Like Jughead is gonna be sent away. Like for like for him, you need to basically start snitching. And I'm like, Archie, you don't understand how this like works like you do not snitch it's so funny to me like everybody's like don't understand the gangster like rule 101 right Right. (laughs) the number one thing is you don't turn on a serpent jesus i learned that in like second grade like right right you don't snitch no and fb's like er, jug archie's like please like jug is gonna die out there and fb's like you know he's a strong kid like the serpents will step up when the time calls for it they'll take care of their own like jughead's scrappy He'll be fine, but like Jughead's gonna be going down a dark path, and he's gonna need you guys to be there for him. Like his friends are gonna need to pull him out from the darkness when they need him the most, baby. Oof, chills. Very sweet. All right, so sorry, I love this scene. Is this when they take her to school? It's when uh, let me see. Ron- yeah, oh, it's about to be. Ronnie's like talking to Jughead. She's like, "Mind if I join you? I've oh, been yeah. thinking." So at the school, like Ronnie joins Jughead at the table. And this is like the first time, first time maybe in the whole series that they've ever been together. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so she's like, look, I've been thinking like, you know, we have a lot in common. And he's like, what? Do you mean the fact that both our dads are going to jail? He's like, well, yeah, sure. But my dad's getting out and your dad's going in. So sucks to be you. Ah! She's like, but she's like, no, okay. It's the fact that her friends, best friends, we're, we're each dating each other's best friends. Um, When suddenly Cheryl just comes in and interrupts and she's like, Look, Jughead, like, I'm sorry for attacking you, beating you up in school. Like, totally was beating the crap out of you. You were totally <laughs> taking it. <laughs> but she gives him his iconic, her iconic spider brooch. She goes, you know, that'll fetch a pretty penny for you to kind of make up for all the trouble. Buy enough hamburgers. All the hamburgers you need for life. And, like, Cheryl's, again, we're just, like, again, Cheryl's putting off all the signs. She's acting very odd. She's, like, giving away all her stuff. Doesn't look great. Does not. But... Just then, Kevin interrupts, and he's like, oh my god, everyone, come quick. No time to tell you. It reminds me of that <laughs> Simpsons scene where, like, Nelson's like, everyone, come fast! <laughs> and then he stops for a drink of water. <laughs> but they go running... <laughs> but they go running down the hall, and they find Betty's locker plastered with the newspaper article that she wrote in written in blood, right? It's spelled, go to hell, serpent, slut. And there's a doll, <gasps> doll hanging from a noose. <gasps> I couldn't believe this. It's like and Betty's... everyone is holding out their phones and taking pictures like they saw Taylor Swift or so. Like they're, oh, like it's the most incredible thing they've ever seen. <laughs> I know. And Betty wants to like rip down the notes. Jughead stands in the way. He's like, no, no, we need to get you out of here. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's got a target on her now. So after the scene at the locker room, Archie comes home from school and he's like pissed. He's like throwing stuff around the kitchen like throwing a big temper tantrum he's like oh i just want to find somebody to pound though <laughs> <laughs> got him and, Fred, and fred's like look i think i feel like i almost wonder he's like part of like aa or something with his all like dui stuff i guess he's all drinks so i see him drink. but he's like look you need to like understand that you can't control like what's going on in the whole situation like maybe all you can do is be there for your friend and archie's like we've been just getting our asses kicked from all sides like feels like we're just been getting beaten down all year right 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 Archie's just kind of very he's very upset 
I mean, see this more with like Jughead and Betty are walking home from school and like Jughead's kind of resigned to it. He's like, look, we're all, so everything is coming against us. We got like the mayor, the principal of the school, social services. Like there's a lot going on right now, Betty. And like, people are going to keep attacking you as long as you're dating someone like me, like a Southsider. Mm. And like Betty's refusing to accept this whole situation. She's like, no, that is like BS. Like we can't let, we can't just give in to what everyone wants us to do. Like the hive mind is not. <laughs> <laughs> like she won't accept that. Right. Her and Jughead aren't meant to be together. And like that, the forces that be, the people that want to separate them will win. Right. Back at the Pembroke, Veronica gets home and Hermione's like, so <laughs> she immediately, immediately jumps into it. She's like, so you and that Andrews boy are kind of, getting close aren't you and like you know she's going with this she's like maybe you can use that womanly charm of you like to what did she say like she's like well <laughs> you know we're we're having issues with fred so i was <laughs> thinking if you could convince archie to convince fred you know maybe this whole thing could get streamlined along veronica's like Oh, sure. I'll sexually manipulate my boyfriend. And the mom's like, well, you got to do what you got to do, honey. <laughs> and she's like, are you are you kidding me? I cannot believe that. She's like, I was joking, you freak. Like, she's what like, is wrong with you? And the mom's like, as long as you're in control. And she's like, she's like a gas. She's like, I can't believe that you're seriously trying to sell your daughter out. for All Right. Prostitute <laughs> me out. How would that work? It's like, hey, dad, I just got phoned. Can you sell <gasps> the company? <laughs> should sell the company right and trying to like put archie up to something and use like his brain is maybe not the best idea <laughs> yeah, archie's a master manipulator right <laughs> okay so we get when betty gets home that day she immediately gets called out by her mom and we see polly sniveling like a little rat she is in the corner so she's <laughs> she's she's snitched she's like so you took polly to school today didn't you didn't you She's like, I bet Polly's like, I'm sorry, Betty. I had to tell her. It's just so funny because, again, Paul, uh, Betty's like, it was fine, mom. Like, don't worry about it. And she's like, so nobody wrote Southside Slut on your blocker today. It's like, ah. <laughs> Polly. Yeah, geez. You tell her everything? God. And, and she's all like, the mom's like, look, I warned you about writing that article, Betty. Like, this is what you get. And Betty's like, I'm like so sick of what's going on in this town. Like all the lies, all the secret, everyone being afraid of just attacking what's true. Like talking about what's true, right? Right. She's like, I'm fine with like taking the heat. It's okay, whatever. And she's like, she's like, you know, telling the truth. Right. And mom's like, what are you talking about? And I love this because the mom, like, she's like, mom, you're afraid of everything. She's like, mom's like, "Ah, no, I'm not. She's like, you want to go there, bitch? Like, let's fucking go. Let's talk about (laughs) this. Round one. (laughs) Round one. She's like, look, like, you know, you're not even addressing the whole situation with dad. And do you remember that situation with FP when he came over for dinner and he was talking about homecoming? Like, you didn't even want to talk about it. Like, you were so afraid of what the truth. Like, what are you afraid of FP telling us? That will. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And the mom's like flabbergasted. Like, oh, um, uh, and she runs away. She's like scared. Like, none of your goddamn business. <laughs> Come on, it was a secret that almost like dad was keeping a secret that almost destroyed the entire family. The blossom secret. Right. How many secrets are you keeping, mom? Oof. 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 Rude. All right. So the next day at Thornhill, we see Cheryl. She's coming down the steps, and the mom 
she's like, mommy, can I stay home from school today? It's so terrible. And the mom, I love this. We like we see the mom's face looking off in the distance. She's absolutely not, devil <laughs> child. <laughs> the mom is so evil. It's I awesome. love her. So good. So good. Okay, so back at at the Coopers, but it's the next morning, and Alice comes in looking like she looks terrible. She's been crying all night. And Betty's like, "You ready for round two, bitch? Because I'm ready. <gasps> you want to go some more? Ready." But the mom, the mom's like, "All right, look, like sometimes there's like secrets that are so terrible that you start lying to yourself, and they're tearing you apart." And so what happened at homecoming was when her and her father were crowned king and queen, she told her dad that she was. She told Hal that she was pregnant and they disagreed on how it was best to handle the situation. So blew up into this huge fight. Basically, she was sent off to the sisters of quiet mercy like the next day. And five months later, she gave birth to a baby boy who was put up for adoption. And like she says, like, you know, this is the biggest regret of my life. Like I totally like this was so again. Yeah. 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 She just like really regrets that. Yeah. Poof. Dark. (laughs) And so, like, the next day at school, like, Betty's just kind of spilling the beans. She's like, oh, my God, I have a brother. She's telling all her friends. And I'm like, maybe don't tell the whole entire school about this. Like, Right. There's <laughs> a secret oh, for a reason. Well, this huge secret your mom's kept her entire life. And now you're telling, like, 20 people at school who's going to spread through the grapevine. The gossip's going to be abound. Oh. <sighs> and, of Oof. course, Veronica's, like, thinking about, ooh, how sexy is Betty's brother going to be, baby? <laughs> a blonde Adonis, no doubt. Right. Um, but then just then Betty gets called from Jughead and Jughead's like, like Jughead, where are you? And he's like, look, I need to like, I just, I decided to go to Southside High earlier than like, this is where I'm meant to be basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, don't worry about me. And then just like hangs up. And this <sighs> Southside High, it's like, there's metal detectors. There's a payphone for God's sakes. And there's That's like right. graffiti and trash everywhere. It's so cool. So cool. I wish I would have school like that. <laughs> And Betty's like, what the, like, what is going on? And Archie just remembers, like, oh, my God, like, FP warned me that Jughead would try to, like, cut himself off from all his friends and, like, just kind of go into the darkness. Mm. So <laughs> if you see, like, Jughead, he's, like, in the cafeteria, like, sitting alone when, he, like, a group of thugs all approach him. Like, you know, they're all standing around him. There's a white so- man with full blonde dreads who's probably 45 years old. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. okay so the gang is like oh my god like we have to go get them right so we see like a scene of them like running down the hallway and it's like we have to get there as fast as possible oh my god so we cut over to we see like at the same time cheryl she's in her bedroom and she's preparing the white dress that she wore on the fourth of july when her and jason like went into the river so just keep that in mind so okay back at the school we see like they're like running around looking for jughead and like oh my god where would jughead be the cafeteria and this is so funny because like you know in the comics like jughead's kind of like he loves eating hamburgers and he's like always snacking. But that doesn't like always translate into the show. Like they're always like, Jughead loves to eating. And like he's never eating. We've like rarely ever seen him eat. They try yeah. to like force that joke. It's funny. In the cafeteria, Jughead's sitting around a group of kids and they're all laughing their asses off. I'm like, I'm sure he told like a fart or penis joke or something. <laughs> That's a good way to fit in. There's no other better way to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a good fart joke. Hey guys, check this out. <laughs> they're all just losing it. it's like <laughs> but the gang runs over and they're like oh my god like jughead what's going on here and he's like oh like okay so he's like what are you guys doing so they take him outside and they're talking jughead and betty are talking about like why did you leave ahead of schedule what's going on and he's like look 
I knew you were going to try to stop me and like step in. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to have like any of that. So I'm just trying to get out of here. The powers that be want me to be here, you know? And he just like wants to keep Betty safe. Um, And like Betty's like, no, like I refuse to accept this. Like Riverdale is heading towards a civil war and like, I'm not going to let that split us up. And we see like just like Veronica and Archie are watching this and Veronica's like, oh, they're soulmates, which I'm like, yeah, they're only like sophomores. Right. And she's like, you know, we're each other's like, whatever. But Archie, Archie's kind of watching the whole situation. He doesn't feel good about this. He's like, uh, uh. When Some regret there? It, Ar- yeah, Archie doesn't seem sure, but we're cut off before he can speak from a text from Cheryl. It says, thank you for trying, but I want to be reunited with my brother, Jason. And they're like, what does that mean? Like, where would, J- where would Cheryl go to be reunited with Jason? Oh my God, Sweetwater River. We need to go. So they are out of there. We cut over to Sweetwater River and we see like they're they're walking through like the frozen landscape, the frozen forest, and they're like calling out for Cheryl when they see her out on the distance on the frozen river, standing alone, pounding the pounding the ice. And they're like, Oh my god, Cheryl. So they start approaching her and we hear the ice like is creaking and they're like, they're like, Oh my god, it's not safe to get closer to her. And Cheryl stands up, turns around, tearfully looks at them, but suddenly disappears oh. beneath the ice. So ignoring all the danger of the creaking ice, they'll run towards her and they're like, oh my God, Cheryl, Cheryl. And so they're like clearing out the snow, trying to find her. Or they find the spot she falls in and they see the current has taken Cheryl away. So she's being swept underneath the ice and they're like spreading out, trying to find her as fast as possible. Wow. When Archie, this is intense. So Archie finds her and he starts, he like the only thing he can do, he starts just punching the ice as hard as this can, he can. And his fist is like bleeding. We see blood everywhere. And he just like can't, he just keeps punching it as hard as he can. And underneath the water, we see Cheryl, and she sees Jason. He turns around with a bullet in his head. His corpse reaches out to her, and she screams out in horror. <laughs> so Archie finally makes it punch, it little punch through the ice. He reaches down, pulls her out, and they like perform CPR, and she ends up being fine. But this, god damn, this scene. Oh, he saved the star of the show. <laughs> so back at the Pembroke, we see that they're warming up Cheryl. She's like, she's still wet, shivering, standing beneath the fire. And like Veronica is trying to comfort her when Hermione comes in, she goes, what is she doing here? And they're like, I'm like, read the room, Hermione. Oof. Jeez. <laughs> We're obviously in a crisis. Right. And Veronica was like, look, she had a little accident. Like, I'm just trying to take care of her, you know? And the mom's like, well, get ready for the Jubilee. I'll take you. And she goes, no, I'll be going with Archie. <gasps> Oof. Oof. Okay. So, and then, so now everyone's kind of getting ready for the Jubilee. So we see Betty and she's getting ready and I love I'll, she, she's putting on the cover girl of course <laughs> of course and Alice comes in she's like look like you don't have to be nervous about your big speech like you're gonna nail it. and she goes that's not what I'm like worried about like I'm really worried about like what's happening with Jughead and me like him being on the south side like I know he said being there won't change anything between us and tear us apart but I think it will mm. 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 and we go to like backstage at the Jubilee and the p- pussycats approach Archie and they're like, look, like, or no, sorry, he's playing. So we see him, he's practicing, playing on the guitar, his hands all like broken. Did you know that he really broke it? Ah, that makes sense. I yeah, like, I guess it was an accident during production. Like, they had foam on top of the ice and he was like punching it so hard. It went through the foam and like God. actually broke his hand. Ouch. So I was like, I don't know if that's real blood on the ice, but maybe not. I don't know. Oof. What that a baby. Sucks. He was so in character. Puts himself on the line, baby. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he's like, you know, whatever, I'm fine. I can perform with a broken hand. And Ronnie's like, look, we need to talk about when we were at Southside High. Like you were, I noticed you were looking at Bughead and yeah. like wanted to know if you still had any feelings for Betty and them. And he's like, look, like I'll, Betty's like going to be my best friend forever. But I was like, I was looking at what they had. I realized that's what I want for you and me, baby. Right. Like, nice, nice cover, Archie. It's so funny <laughs> because she's like, you were looking at them, I don't know, wistfully. And he doesn't know what wistfully means. So she has to explain. He's like, wistfully. And then that's when she's like, you know, you were looking longingly. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> He's uh, like, um, hmm, yeah. Wistfully. And so they kiss. But at, right then, the pussycats approach. And they're like, look, Archie, like, I knew, I knew we said we weren't going to perform your crummy little song. But <laughs> I heard what you did for my girl Cheryl, you know, and like. That was pretty awesome. You're a hero. So I think we'll do your song. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now it's time for the Jubilee. So the mayor is kicking, kicking it off, you know, just like welcoming everybody. And they start off. It's like a boring party. It does. I'm like, what the hell is a Jubilee even? I don't even know. (laughs) Who goes to these things? But the whole town is there. And the mayor kicks it off with Josie and the Pussycats. And they come out and like, Josie's like, look, I know we said we were going to perform this song, but. We're going to be foreign from a local hero, Archie Andrews. And the mom is looking on pissed from the sidelines. Like, the mom is very controlling. Shall I? Go for it. Every moment we're together is a moment I remember. My love, my heart, I want to share it with you. Thank you. Wow, I'm blown away. (laughs) That was so good. <laughs> Thank you. And so we like kind of get like a musical montage and we see Jughead at the jail and he's talking to FP and he's like, look, like they told me that you're continuing not to rat. Like Sheriff Keller was hoping that I could convince you to like start naming names. And FP's like just still he's standing firm. He's not gonna be doing that. Like they will kill him if he does that. He's like, you know what, Jughead? Like I could be in here for life. So like you need to prepare for that. And Jughead's like, you know, I'm strong. Like, I've, like, lived on the streets. I've been homeless. Like, I'm a survivor. FP's like, there's no doubt in my mind that you'll be able to do it. Like, right. you got some good friends. Like, you need to, like, lean on them. You need to take care of the family. Be there for Jelly Bean and your mom. He's like, look, like, I accept, like, I'm more innocent than guilty. But, like, I did some I did some stuff. I did, like, I, I did commit crimes. Like, and maybe some I need to answer up for that. So, like, FP's, like, very much He's- taking responsibility for this. Uh, yeah, I, he's taking it exactly accountability. I love FP. I'm so sad he leaves. He's like part of the heart and soul of the show. He is. He's like definitely my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got like three more seasons. I wonder right. what he's doing. Anyway. Probably just like relaxing. Hope to, hopefully. Oh, living off the screen money. <laughs> I think I've said this before, but um, I've heard he's really fucking nice. Like with fans. Because I think he does, like, um, meet and greets and stuff at, like, I don't know if it's different cons. What do they call them? Conventions. Mm-hmm. So I heard he's super duper nice. That's nice. Okay. So now it's time for Betty's lame little dorky little speech. I, <laughs> I said, I could write this speech with my ass. I know. It's like your very, like, Webster's Dictionary almost kind of speech. It's what? so... The Bible, or the Bible, the dictionary describes evil as... Oldest trick in the book. I'm reading your notes. Like, I could write this. I'm like, I could probably write this speech from memory. So she's like getting up there and nervous. Notice Jughead in the background. So, what is Riverdale? You know, she starts listing off like Riverdale is Archie Andrews. It's 
Veronica Lodge. It's Kevin Keller. But Riverdale is also F.P. Jones. Murmurs spread throughout the crowd. Jughead Jones. Like, without him, we would have never solved this mystery. But what do we do? We banish him. We send him out. Cast him aside. Like, Riverdale is basically at a crossroads right now. We need to decide which <clears throat> which side are we going to take. And then she basically just goes on about how, like, Riverdale, like, needs to do better. It's like, we all need to do better, baby. Yeah, very, very blah. Blah, blah yeah. speech, Betty. Blah. There's a drag queen in the audience that's like, oh, girl, stop. Totally miss that. That's <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> but the, the, the town is kind of like, they're all looking down. They're all like, what a bummer of a speech. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but it's like the, about the very soul of Riverdale. But, you know, Jughead starts off the clap. The clapping, the whole town kind of resignfully claps as well. Mm. Right. So, like, wrapping up, the whole Jubilee is kind of finishing up. And Hermione grabs Fred in the hallway. And she goes, like, look, like, have you considered my offer anymore? And he goes, he tells her, like, look, you're not going to like this. Unfortunately for you, I'm staying on the project. Like, I'm not going to sell it out. Like, that was a lot of money you offered me, but no. She was like, well, what do you mean? It's in your best interest. And he's like, didn't you hear that speech? We're at a crossroads. Like, you're not getting rid of me, baby. Ooh. Right. He's like, you'll see me tomorrow morning, bitch. I'll be right <laughs> Bright and early. All right. And so, like, after everything wraps up, like, the gang goes to get some milkshakes at the pops, and they're all celebrating, like, their victories. Like, you know, it's Archie Andrews. And they're like, no, to Betty with her with her speech. She really got us all. And then we get the like, milkshakes look so good. They do. And so good. Like, that night, we had many, many milkshakes. But the world around us became a little more dangerous. Oof. We didn't know. But in that booth, we were all safe. Oof. Here we go. So Penelope returns home. She's like, devil child, take <laughs> off my shoes. I love how she comes in instantly. She's like, Cheryl! 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 Like, she's like, <laughs> Where are you? Come over here! But so she walks in and like she finds Cheryl standing by the fireplace, like her silhouetted. And she's holding a candlestick. And the mom goes, what is that smell? She goes, gasoline, mummy. <laughs> we need a fire to cleanse us. And she tosses like the candlestick into the into the gasoline. The house just like erupts into flames. She goes, it's the only way we can be purified. Oof. So like after milkshakes, the gang separates. Jughead and Betty stop in the trailer and like this is Jughead's not gonna be living with the foster family. He's gonna be living in the trailer. And it's like all cleaned up. He's like, you know, I'm just gonna stay here just in case like my dad gets released from jail. And like Betty's this is like leads to Jughead being like, look, Betty, like, thank you for all you've done for me. Like, I just need to tell you, I love you, baby. Uh, or did she say she loves him? He says it first. He says it. She goes like, oh, my God. Like, I love you too, Jughead. And they start kissing. And here we go, guys. Here we Everyone, go. Here we go. Going to the bone zone. <laughs> I love this so much. So we go to the Pembroke and like Archie and Veronica are coming home. And then, like, Archie's like, oh, my God, is your mom going to be awake? And she's like, please, did you see her at the Jubilee? She was wasted. Like, she, she was, was obliterated. <laughs> she was stumbling around, spilling wine all over herself. Like, she's a dump truck could crash into the Pembroke, and she wouldn't even wake up. <laughs> I love it. And, like, there, so we get both of them, and they're hooking up, and we have Sail playing in the background. <laughs> make me, make me a believer. <laughs> Believe it's like it's Patrick's favorite song. It's really awkward. It's so graphic. It is like Jughead's got Betty on the countertop with her like she's in her bra and they're like hooking up. God, it's decent. But 
as they're hooking up, we hear a pounding on the side of the trailer. And they're like, oh my God, who could, like your mom, your psycho mom followed us. So they quickly get dressed and like Jughead's like, you know, hide Betty. And Jughead comes out, who else? But a gang of serpents standing there. Oof. This is not good. This is not good. But, you know, they turn to him and they say, Jughead, we heard your dad could have named names, but he didn't. Serpents kick, take care of their own. Like, no matter what happens at FP, the serpents will always have your back. And they hand him the serpent jacket. And they tell him, it's yours if you want it. And Jughead grabs the jacket and dons it for the first time as Betty watches in horror from behind the door. But Jughead looks so goddamn cool in this jacket. <laughs> I want one of these jackets so bad, but I'd probably be shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the serpents are like a real gang. They have to be. Oh, so cool. And like while all this is going on, we see the Thornhill, Cheryl's home, erupting into flames. And Penelope's just like frying in the background. Cheryl just like loves it. It's like, loves it. she's so happy. So the next morning, everything's kind of wrapping up. Archie and Veronica didn't go to the Bone Zone. I don't think Archie, Jughead did. They kind of get interrupted by a gang. <laughs> <laughs> and Archie's kind of like running off. And he's like, sorry, Ronnie. Like, sorry to hit it and quit it. But I I gotta go meet my dad for breakfast. Like, usually when he wants to meet, that means there's important news. So the kids goodbye. And Archie... We never find out what the news was, do we? I don't think so. My, I don't, yeah. But, okay, so when Archie gets the pops, like, Fred is already waiting for him. And Archie's like, look, I need to go wash my hands. So he runs off, and he, he's, like, looking in the mirror, and he's smiling. Like, Archie's on top of the world right now. He's he so happy. Good. That's all gonna change. We hear the doorbell open, and there's some, there's some like, plates breaking in the background. He comes up and we see a masked man standing on the counter with a gun to Pop Tate's head. You know, and this is like chaotic. He's screaming at him. Archie looks over at Fred and Fred's like, don't do it. Like, don't do it, you idiot. Just die. Like, stay behind the stay behind the corner. Don't come out. And the gunman's like, you know, he's like literally pointing a gun at Pop's head. So Fred stands up to intervene. He starts walking over. Archie panics, runs over and stands between the gunman and him. Bang! Cut to outside of Pop's diner. You see the gunman running out the door with Jughead voiceover. This was the exact moment that Riverdale's innocence died. When darkness won, the light lost. Inside, we see Fred slumped over in Archie's arms, bleeding from the chest. He's been shot. Fate to black. <gasps> Riverdale. I have chills. Again. Oof. I know. Oof. I have ch- goosebumps, you guys. I oh, was... I love this. I love this out real quick. Jughead says, this act of violence was anything but random. Remember that, guys. I said, God. get your goddamn hands off Pop Tate right now. This is intense. We did it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're right. You guys, this is season one. Rose Squad does Riverdale. And you know what? We're going to be back for six more. Six more seasons, baby. Oh, my God. Well, thoughts? Any final opinion? I love this. I know, I know you and I have like a head in the series, but like going back, I'm like, oh my God, it's so different. Like they are so innocent. What's going on? I know. Like, There's It's so interesting how young they look. And I mean, they literally grew up on this show. They did. Uh, I, I just, I love a whodunit and they just it. did really well. It's genuinely like a good like mystery show. Like Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's the perfect show. It's like, we have the rich family. We have the hero. We have the outsider. We have the girl, good girl. We have um, the big bad, higher, you know, like mm-hmm. we got the heart of the show, which is Fred. Like they, I think the writer, the, cre- I'm going to look into him more. I think his name's Roberto Aguirre, 
but he's a give that mm-hmm. man a raise seriously he, i think he like writes almost every single episode yeah and i can see like why there's like a huge following for the show too because like addresses a lot of the issues there's a lot of like they don't do it this much this season i guess kevin but there's like lgbt stuff you know or like yeah all this kind of stuff and there's musical number and it's campy and it's all just and i think they like poke fun at themselves too like oh it's like very meta very meta very self-aware so this show came out in 2016 how old were you 16 so that was seven years ago like 23 or four see it's interesting because like i think this show was so formative for like a lot of high schoolers because like i went on to like record the theme song and like a lot of the comments were like this is just reminds me of just like a time when I was young and it's like we were probably a little too old to like see the show like that but for like other people it's like so icon like so instrumental and like their adolescence it's just so good it is it's amazing Ah. (laughs) blown away I know I can't believe well good news is I think the seasons from here on out are double in like 22 24 can't wait I wonder if they knew they had a hit they must so, have. They had to have. It's so good. Oh, it was fun to like back in the day to watch it with everyone too. And I, I remember know, like really... at one point having our mouth aghast at like some reveal. I know. I remember like we're like we'd have to wait for somebody. It's like nope, we have to watch it before. Nope. <laughs> like sorry, nope, nope. sorry, Patrick. It's been an honor. It's been a privilege. <laughs> Will you join me next week for season two, Riverdale chapter? 14. I will. You guys, you know what happens when you step on a snake. Bye, bet. <laughs>